Welcome to the debut studio recording of the Centre Square podcast. I am your host, Bray Loveridge, and I'm joined by Ethan Roth, Noah Tonkin. Boys, how are we? Yeah, good, Bray. It's good to be here finally in the studio. Noah, how are we? Yeah, good to be back. Yeah, uh, right, boys, we're going to do a quick recap of the uh, round 20. Uh, we're also going to touch on the first Ashes Test match. And, of course, any big headlines, upsets or injuries through over the weekend. So, bang, let's go straight into round 20 of the footy season. North Melbourne taking on Hawthorne Friday night. Now, what do we think of that, boys? North coming over the W. Yeah, it was good. Uh, obviously, Reece Shaw, new head coach, so they got the win for him. I, I thought it would be a close game. Four, four goals, yeah. I think it was. So. Yeah, James Wall, the best on ground. That's all I know about that game and Reece yeah. Shaw. Yeah, I didn't see a North huge... North the sneaky chance, I reckon, for finals. I think Hawthorne yeah. are probably done, but, you know, could make the eight still. Yeah, it definitely could uh, sneak in. Uh, then I, what I thought, I think, was a big upset uh, on Saturday at Marvel, Essendon and Port. I thought Essendon probably would have come away with the choppies with that, but Port Adelaide were able to do it. Yeah, big upset. Um, it was at Marvel, so I was expecting yeah, it to be same. Essendon win. Yeah. Port Adelaide not informed, but I think they responded back after... Some criticism of Ken Hinckley. Yes. Essendon are one of those teams when they're hot, they're hot. They're inconsistent, are they? Yeah. 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 Um, Surprise. The, uh, what is it? The Battle of the Bridge in Sydney? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Derby? Did they call it over there? I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, Derby. Uh, GWS, of course, taking on Sydney. Uh, GWS come away with the Chockeys by two points. Yeah. Uh, Sydney, they could have won easily. Yeah, there was was a controversial... Free kick that could have been paid. I think it was Sam Reid mm. from Sydney. Uh, a few Sydney fans could have upset been, about that, mm. but um, that's the way footy is. Our boys, so, the Giants, coming away with it. Yeah, lucky. Yeah, I don't know about the Giants. I don't know. Are they? Do you reckon they're a contender? Oh, or? they'll finish probably. F- they they won't finish top four because uh, that will be what Geelong, Richmond, West Coast, and Brisbane. If I didn't say Brisbane, yeah. That that that'll be the top four, guaranteed. Uh, but they'll probably finish fifth or sixth, uh, most certainly. And then onto the game of the round. Game of the round. <sighs> well, nah, the Sydney clash was definitely game of the round. Big oh, upset. <laughs> big upset. Yeah, big upset. Fremantle coming away with the Chockies against uh, Geelong at Optus. Inconsistent through. That's what it is. They mm. they lose to teams like Carlton, Gold Coast, beat Geelong, Collingwood. Yeah. Yeah. Pressure. Um, the freer pressure was back to like the 2013, 2014, you know, yeah. when they were good. Yeah. Just that manic pressure led by the skipper. Yeah. I reckon Fifey got the three. Yeah. Sandlands or Walters for the split for the two of the one. Yeah. But Noah, you were at the game. I yeah. was for the first five minutes and. I was at home in the Ruffy comfort. was meant to be, but he pulled out. Comfort of the lounge. Great atmosphere. I think there wasn't yeah. many people there, but it literally felt like packed out. Freo are still a chance for the eight. Yeah. Well, then Saturday night, we saw the D's taking on the Tigers at the G. Now, this game early was, I think Melbourne were dominating. They were, dominant, they were goal up or so yeah. for the first quarter. But uh, what, 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 did happen? what was the score on? Uh, well, Richmond were up by a point at quarter time. Then they were up by three points. And then the third, second half, really, for Melbourne just fell away with that. Um, but, yeah, Richmond, they're definitely coming. They are uh, coming at the right round. time. Round 22, taking the West Coast. That was an absolute blockbuster. Last seven games, is that the G yeah. Tigers? Last home game. Like, last away game was the uh, against the uh, what, the Gold Coast Suns at Metricon. No, well, they won by forgot, like their, forgot their name for a second there because they don't do anything. And another game gone begging for the Ds. Yes. Yeah. Uh, then I yeah. thought this was going to be an absolute thriller, but didn't seem to be early with Adelaide and St Kilda. Adelaide winning by 22 points. Uh that was expected, wasn't it, boys? Yeah, well... Thought they'd get up. Yeah. At home. Stock standard. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, we saw an absolute thrashing uh, at the G by 10 goals. Uh, Collingwood, of course, absolutely demolishing the Suns. The Suns did start well, though. I watched the first... Yeah, they, yeah, the first couple they were just goals. tired yeah, going into the second early, half. Mm. Collingwood pretty much just ran over them. And then Carlton taking on the Eagles... I thought, I was very worried actually. Carlton keep the first goal, and I said to myself, oh boy, we are going to see an absolute 
uh, shocker here for West Coast, but we came away They're in form, form the points. Blues. They are in some form. Yeah, well, they'll, they'll be hot favourites next year to make the eight. The Eagles, they just keep on winning, don't they? They want yes. to go back to back. We will. Keep uh, on getting it done. Yes. Uh, and then the Lions uh, defeated the uh, Bulldogs. Um, At the Gabba. Mm, Alec Arena's boys got uh, up uh, by 18 points. They really probably should have won by a bit yeah, more. Yeah, Bulldogs fought it out, but yeah. too strong, obviously. Well, was it? it was 7-7 to 2-8 at half time, and then the third and the last quarter, really, the dogs came at them, but just couldn't uh, come away far enough, so that's... Yeah, I might just add quickly, 20. that leaves Freo and Bulldogs equal on the ladder. I think Bulldogs yeah. are sitting in ninth, but their percentage is the exact same as well as their points. They're both on 95.8. Yeah, they are. Done his research. Yeah, oh, jeez, yes. yeah, it is. I thought it was... They were both on 95. But so, was, I don't know that up. The point was... Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, very close indeed. But yeah, they obviously... Bulldogs. Uh, so, Port, Bulldogs, Freo can all make the uh, the eight if, I guess, Essendon and uh, Adelaide continue. It's just a battle for eight, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, Collingwood. They're sitting in sixth, pretty low. Yeah. Uh, the Giants, yeah, they're hanging in on fifth on the ladder. Yeah. If you they're want to look at the ladder, you can access it on AFL.com. Yeah. It goes on to the next round. Yes. But uh, we'll check out the Ashes now. Uh, we've obviously witnessed... Up the Aussies. The, uh, an Australian win at Edge Baston. From um, nowhere, really. Eight yeah. for 122 they were on day one, I think it was. Yeah. Good... Good fight back. But um, as Tim Payne said, they're not here to win the first te- test at mm. Edge Baston. They're here to win the Ashes. So, Series, uh, yeah. They're going to keep a lid on it. But um, well, interesting watch, team, though. Watch, Yeah, watching the uh, first, well, because obviously starts, it's at night time, the uh, games in England. Yeah. So watch the first, what, session, I think it was, and uh, saw Bancroft, Warner get dismissed. Day one, first session, I was... Oh, no. <laughs> I was uh, a bit worried for Australia, and... Uh, Rory Burns. <laughs> yeah, we're getting on to that. We're getting on to that. <laughs> Rory Burns. Uh, and then, yeah, Kawaja got out, and then Smith, I said, oh... Our saviour. He is an absolute goat. Uh, he is being compared, of course, to Don Bradman. You could say it's In pretty, pretty Second close. highest yeah. test average. What is yeah. he like? Sixty-three right now. Sixty-two. Uh, Tom Rabin, nine point nine four. Yeah. Well, Adam Voges was as good as that. Yeah, he's but like he didn't play as many tests. tests so yeah, I don't think yeah. many people yeah. count that. Yeah, and then yeah, of course, Travis Head came in with a good partnership with Steve Smith to get us to lunch. Then fell not long after lunch, and then Matthew Wade came in. I was pretty worried about Matthew Wade uh, about all the talk about him, and then. Got out for the one. It's a bit worrying. Tim Payne, yeah. why is he in the squad? Why is he our captain? Uh, I don't, don't know. know really. Making five. Hashtag mate. I think he made five in the second innings. He's got some leadership. Well. I'll, I'll acknowledge uh, that. He made, made, he made 34 in the second innings. But uh, James Pattinson got out for a dock. And then, yeah. Peter Siddle, 44. <laughs> man. He's a class batsman. No, he's a he's an all right bowler. Uh, Getting on, though, I think. Yeah. But, you know... We do have some youth we coming. We do like that experience. Yeah. And then the uh, England innings, well, Rory Burns, he was really unstoppable for that. What, end of day one, early, most of day two. Jason Roy, why is he opening in a test match, in a test side? Um, he's more of a shorter form batsman, I think. Uh, Joe Root here, he was pretty classy, I thought. And then... Really, the middle order crumbled, crumbled with Ben Stokes really being the only at, at ball. Sorry, Stokes, Wokes, and you could even say Stuart Broad were the only ones that really got going in that middle late Brody, order. He loves coming in late and yeah. whacking a few around. Yeah, uh, and then the wicket takers for Australia. Well, it was pretty balanced uh, through the what four main bowlers that we have. Matthew Wade rolled the arm over. Travis Head and Steve Smith also did. And then... Uh, and then uh, in the second innings for Australia, Bancroft once again. I was worried uh, for him. Yeah, he'll make I his. Think uh, he'll, I think he'll stand the team. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they'll change this team to be honest. Can't really change test. the winning well, side, can you? Yeah, exactly. And then Warner got out cheaply with that little 
uh, Toe Edge through to Johnny Bairstow, um, Usman Khawaja, got a good start, uh, I just woke Stokes came on and got him, and then classy Steve Smith and uh, Travis Head came in with another good partnership, like they did in the first innings, and Head got the 50, and once again... Smith got the 100, and then Matthew Wade, absolute classy batsman. He's in form. He has been in form for that last 12 months, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, and then we saw, uh, oh, I was going through Instagram. Uh, I think it was the day after the test, and Ricky Ponting said that the bowlers of Australia think that Matthew Wade is the best batsman in the world. Well. Probably one of the best short form batsmen in the world, cool. but. Test bats, I don't know about that. There's a few. He has to beat Smith, Coley, Williams. And yeah. I don't know if he's better than all three yeah, of them. Yeah, agreed. A few more. Yep. Warner when he's hot. Yeah. Yeah, the bull. He'll probably, yeah. I reckon he'll have a big test, or so, I reckon, at Lord's. Mm, I don't, he'll make at least a 50, I think. Yeah, hopefully. And then Tim Payne. Oh, well, 34 runs. What, didn't even make 40 runs for the test match. Our skipper. James Pattinson. Pat Cummins, they had a very... Good end to the uh, second innings. Uh, then they declared, of course, for 487. And then England came in. Well, wasn't that an ugly scorecard? No one made uh, over 30 except for Chris Wokes when he was in the uh, at the end with uh, James Anderson. But, yeah, what a domination from yeah. our man, uh, Nathan Lyon. Absolute dominator. Not going to lie, when... Uh, Tim Payne declared. I know 398, I think it was, for the win is a decent score, but I reckon I was thinking, oh, they might need a few more because, you know, it only takes one or two English batsmen to get a ton mm-hmm. if they could easily get that. But I was just thinking it'd be a draw. Proved me wrong. Yeah. When they declared, I thought, oh, well, there's a chance. Yeah. Because I don't think they'll be making, what was it, 400 yeah. in a day. Uh, so on the wicket that was becoming to, a good yeah, bowler's wicket Australia were trying to get in a situation where they, they were the only team that could win otherwise yeah. it would be a draw so once I think it was probably when uh, Butler came in I think they were in a pretty good spot and then everyone else just crumbled Chris Wokes stood strong with James Anderson and obviously James Anderson is out for the second test I believe it's just been the second test at the moment that he they said, but I don't think that he'll man. be in it to at least the fifth test. I don't think. Yeah, I think they're just saying that. They don't want to... Yeah. But that's probably the probably the earliest he'll come back, I would think. Yeah. So, well, that's the test. Steve Smith, man of the match, of course. And then, On to test two, eh? Yep. Yeah. Hopefully the Aussies can keep it up. Do you think anyone should be coming in for... Australia. Australia. For Australia. I would I would say an unchanged lineup just because yeah. stick with the winning yeah. winning yeah, team. Not? I agree. With no that. one really I know I know Bancroft and Water didn't fire, but they can there's not really anyone pushing on the door at the moment. Imagine mm-hmm. how good we'll be when um Bancroft and Water both make a fifty each and then yeah. Steve Smith comes in. We'll yeah. be set. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I reckon well you have Hazelwood and Stark in the sheds. I reckon you could possibly bring one of them in. Two of the best bowlers one in the of, world. You could surely bring one of them in uh, to replace Siddle because Siddle, he bowled well. It's just he wasn't, you know, getting wickets like Mitch Stark did in the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, Bang average, wasn't he? Yeah, he was also pretty good. Uh, left arm is good to have in the team. Yeah, we don't have one, do we? Extra, varia- extra variation. I'd say Travis Head, what, is the only one? He's a spin bowler. He's a... Is he right? I think he's left bats. He's left bats, but I think he's right arm off. Okay, so might be wrong. My bad. So yeah, we do. I I think we do need a left armor. Uh, yeah. So this is our biggest segment of the show in strife from uh, Callum Levet. Uh, this is his uh, segment, but he's uh, not here with us today. He's... He actually is. He's taking photos. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Shouts to Cal. He uh, in the studio with us. he is in the studio with us. He uh, we're doing a rotation because you boy, you, everyone wanted a. Uh, well, we've heard from some people. They said, "Oh, five is too many." Five's too many. But so. we didn't want to kick anyone out, so we've we've figured out a way to keep everyone yep. in. But rotation, rotation system. system. So next so. time you um, can expect to see Vinny and Cal in featured. Yes, featured. and Noel will be out because I think the next episode. 
he'll be in Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, well, it depends when we do it, but yeah, yeah there's a chance. If it's next week, he'll be in Sydney. Yeah. Right, so back on an Insta off, biggest segment of the show. Uh, so, who is in Strife, uh, Ethan Roth? I reckon Geelong Cats for me. I feel yeah. as if I know they're top of the ladder and I know, you know, they're a very good side. a very good side when they get going. But to me, I don't know, they just don't, I don't have them as a genuine contender for the Premiership mm. as much as I did. Um, yeah, it's the form after the bye. Yeah, like, something with the bye, they can't, I don't know. It's some, some always ruins their momentum. Um, but I still. They'll obviously make finals top four, probably top two. Um, so, yeah, not sure if they can go deep into September, but, yeah, mm. in strife. Do you reckon they'll have a home qualifying final? Yeah. In, at Simmons or the, or the G? Well, already? I think they won it at Simmons, but obviously they will. Will they get Do you reckon they'll I get I think it? they will. They should. No, oh. like with where they'll finish. You reckon they'll finish oh, top yeah. two? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You reckon they'll still finish top and two? And even if they finish top four, they will get a home final. Yeah, because um, I think... Anyway. This week think, is a big week for them. If they yeah. can win yeah. this week, switch, switch it around. I think they have a uh, away game against Brisbane at the Gabba, so yeah. that will be a real test to see where they're at uh, mm. going into September. I think it's round 23 they have that. Or, is it? or 22. 22. Yeah, yeah. It's one, one of the later games. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the last two wet games. And then, of course, Richmond and West Coast, that will be an absolute blockbuster. Uh, but... Uh, Noah Tonkin, who else is in strife this week? Um, well, I had Mo and Ali. Um, yep. Got pretty much owned by the Australian bowling, bowling lineup. Of Nathan Lyon. Nathan Lyon, yep. Yeah. Um, Nathan Lyon, clearly the better spin bowler now. Yes. Um, they used to have a bit of a rivalry, didn't they? Yeah, last Ashes series, I think. Yeah. They get each other the out. only bowler, I think, uh, that Mo and Ali got out to was Nathan, Nathan Lyon, Lyon in yeah. that whole series, so... Mm. Yes, or, or maybe there was a quick that got him, but Nathan Lyon definitely got him probably 50% of the time. Yeah, and he would have got Nathan Lyon a bit, didn't Yeah, I think yeah. Nathan Lyon got him both innings in that edge Baston test, so yeah. there's the in strifes, Mo and Ali, and also him with the ball hasn't been too good. No. I don't think yeah. as well. Not sure if they want to go replace him, maybe getting, getting off uh, legging in. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he definitely is in strife. Rashid? Is it Rashid? The other... Spinner? Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if he's... A, I know he I has think he's played test, test, but yeah. I think he's more of a short-form player. But yeah. it might have to go for it if he... If Moe doesn't fire in the mm. next test or coming up. Joe Denley, he bowled a couple Yeah, but he's not a main. He's just a part-time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's a big backup uh, batsman. Now, we haven't been doing this because we haven't... We've been working on the studio the last yeah, couple of weeks. studio's up... Up to date, looks looks very nice. So yeah. um, so we haven't been doing our tips because we've been preparing the studio over the last couple of weeks. So that's why we haven't had an episode. But tips for this week, boys. Uh, we've it's really only us three here doing it today. But uh, the tips. Who are we going for Friday night at uh between the Giants Hawthorne at Canberra? Uh for me it's Giants comfortably. I think. Yeah. yeah. Same for me. Yep, Giants for me as well. At um, home. Yeah. Oh, home, away home. home away from home. Home away from home, yeah, uh, you're right, Brian. Yes. And then, looking at this, when you just see it, two teams, it looks like an absolute blockbuster, Melbourne and Collingwood. Mm. But it could be because Collingwood are in a bit of a slump, although they did smash Gold Coast, but that is Gold Coast. Do we really still expect big things from Melbourne though? Mm, probably, yeah. probably Turn not. Probably by forty. It is at the G, so. Yeah. Collingwood, I'd, I think. I'd say Collingwood. But probably you by know. twenty points. Yeah, it has the potential to be a good game, but yeah. Collingwood. Maybe. Yeah, Collingwood. Yeah. So we're all going Collingwood for that. And then we're at the Adelaide Oval. I think this will be a pretty a decent game. Could depend on uh, who who stars well in that. Who plays well? Uh, Port Adelaide and. Sydney at the Adelaide Oval. Uh, I reckon the way Port Adelaide played last week, you'd have to go with Port. Yeah, yeah. especially at home. Yeah, Sydney Port though, home. like yeah, could have the potential for a good game because Sydney, what are they, fifteenth like on the ladder? Fifteenth. I think yeah. they're a better side than a fifteenth ranked team. Yeah, well they are going through a bit of. A I know they are going through a rebuild, but um, they can still play some good footy. Yeah, they've mm. been a good side for a long time, Sydney. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Q Clash is this weekend as well. Brisbane and 
Gold Coast. I uh, think definitely the, the Lions, it's at the Gabba. They'll be probably pumping the Suns, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, Lions to continue their good form and, and I reckon, the Suns. I reckon. Easily. Uh, the because uh, West Coast and Brisbane are very close on percentage. I reckon if uh, they can absolutely pump Gold Coast, they could jump up above West Coast if West Coast wins this yeah. game as well. So mm. could see Brisbane going up to second. Uh, and then uh, Essendon and the Dogs. That will be at Marvel on Saturday night. I think Essendon for me, although the Dogs did play an all right second half against Brisbane last weekend. Yep. Essendon. Um, yeah, Essendon. Yeah. Bulldogs. I'll Bulldogs. set for the round tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's hard. I think Essendon, but I think it'll be very close. Yeah. yeah. Right, I think Bulldogs will get up, upset. All right. Uh, and then the other Saturday night game is Geelong and North Melbourne. North beat them last time. I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, yeah. I think that was Marvel, wasn't season? it? Yeah. Yeah. It'll be the they first did. time they play without the um, two brothers coaching against each other in a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That could be interesting. Geelong, so, though. Yeah, I think I, Geelong. It's at GMHBA. Should so. bounce back, but yeah. North Melbourne aren't playing too bad at the moment. Yeah, I think Geelong as well. Yep. Uh, and then Sunday, the Dockers taking on St Kilda at Marvel. Uh, I, this could be a good game. Yeah, it has real potential. Yeah, it does. I don't know. High stakes on the line. I don't think St Kilda will play finals, who, but... What, what's, what did St Kilda do last weekend? They lost to Adelaide, then they... Beat Melbourne, so uh, this is like yeah, this is gonna be a good game. Uh Freo for me, back and boys in. I'm probably gonna go with St Kilda just because it's at uh, Marvel. Yeah. If it was at Optus, I reckon Fremantle. I want to go with my boys. Mm, yeah. You know what? I reckon they could get a win. So two good form. Two yeah. of you going for Fremantle. I'm going yeah. for St Kilda. Yeah. Uh, Richmond and Carlton. I think definitely Richmond. Richmond, even. it has it could have the potential because Carlton are on it. Yeah, mm. Richmond somehow in fourth. If you had told me what five ten weeks ago that Richmond before, would be in before fourth. Bolton got sacked. Yeah, yeah, they have no chance. But also, ten weeks ago, Richmond weren't playing the best of footy. No, they weren't. I don't um, think they're in the eight. No, they were. Their just timing, on, I think. their timing is right. Like yeah. yeah. The the best time, so. And then well, over in, here in the West, the Eagles taking on the Adelaide Crows. Uh, this could have the potential as well, but I think West Coast yeah. should be uh, strong favourites. At home. At home. They'll get the four points. They'll get it done, as they always do. Yep, so that's the tips. Uh, so uh, there are all the tips done. Uh, yeah. So we also have some announcements. Uh coming out of a couple of weeks off we've had. So we've also so of course we've had this studio created for us. Yeah. Uh and also we have some uh what was the other news, Ruffy, that you've helped organise? Um so yeah we've we're not gonna announce who, but um we have got a special guest confirmed. So mm-hmm. in the coming weeks, um we're not gonna say who but a former AFL footy player. Players in the waffle at the moment. Won't tell you what team though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, we've been organising it for a few weeks, got in contact with him and a few other players as well. And for cricket season, we're looking to get some other players as well. So. In the cricket industry. But course. yeah. Um, get excited. Yeah. Big things to come. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us. Yes. Thank you, guys. Uh, make sure to check out the socials at Centre Square Podcast on Instagram. We do have a Facebook account, but Luger hasn't been doing much uh, with that over the last, well, since we created it. But uh, thanks for tuning in. Make sure, obviously, to hit up the Instagram. And if you need, if you want to ask us any questions or if you want uh, us to answer anything on the show, uh, DM us. We'll probably post a uh, Q and A for the player. For the player. For any questions? We'll announce, we'll announce who the player is. Probably. And also, we might uh, look to do some YouTube as well. Yeah. So we can, if you guys want to see the uh, the talk between us and the players. A bit of behind the scenes, maybe. Yeah. Um, Anyways. So we also will have a little game also running uh, with the special guests. We'll yep. do a little five question quiz but until then 
uh, stay tuned. We'll, on Instagram, we'll, thanks for coming, boys. We'll allow the uh, we'll allow you to know who we're bringing on because you can uh, ask him some questions. So thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, obviously, uh, check out the Instagram. Uh, we'll see you next time. Cheers. You're listening to Sports FM 91.3, your football headquarters. Welcome to the Centre Square podcast. I'm Bray Loveridge and I'm joined by Ethan Roth, Callum Levitt, Noah Tonkin, Luke Vinning and our special guest, Angus Litherland. Gus, welcome along. How are you? Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm great. Good to be here. Boys, how are we? Yeah, good. Good, good yeah, to have good. Good to be um, at a different venue today uh, instead of the Warwick Greenwood House oh, of yeah. Ethan's. Good to be finally at a football club, so yeah. something different, something good. Alright, so obviously in today's show we'll cover uh, the round we just had in the AFL. Uh, big news from Fremantle obviously yesterday when we recorded this and uh, Jared Ruffhead's retirement. Uh, quiz show from Callum Levitt and uh, in Strife. So Ethan, I'll hand it over to you. Yeah, so um, just a bit of an insight into our special guest. Pick 55, 2010 National Draft of Hawthorne, draft from Claremont. Um, Subaco Premiership player, 2018. VFL Premiership from 2013. 25 games for Hawthorne from 2011 to 2016. Uh, state game win against uh, WA versus South Australia, 2018. Um, the debut was round two, 2014 versus Essendon at Eddie Had. And uh, yeah, 26 years of age. So, um, before we get into hard-hitting questions, it's been well publicised that you're the buddy smuggler man at the line, so uh, can you tell us a bit about that, how, how that came about? Um, so obviously at a footy club you do your footy trip at the end of every year, uh, but trying to do a bit of fundraising to get it, uh, to get it done. Um, so um, the boys thought it was a good idea to get the budgies done, so we sent in a couple of designs and um, a, bit of a bit of an odd one, but our club colours are gold and maroon, and somehow the, they sent the designs in, and they were gold and hot pink. So they stuffed <laughs> it up, but it actually kind of worked a bit better in the end. Yeah. So would you describe yourself as a bit of a trendsetter? Uh, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> I'd say an oddball, and every now and then someone goes, "That's pretty funny. Let's do that." Certainly not a trendsetter, and not something people follow. Yeah. Um, so we'll move into the the questions now. So um, growing up. Longer up, I believe, four four hundred and ten kilometres from Perth. Um, how was that? Like, what what sort of sports did you play growing up, and was it always footy your main sort of thing? Uh, so my graduated class from Ongar up in in two thousand and four. There was three blokes, um, so me and two others. Um, the entire school was thirty five students. Um, so local community sport was everything. We we had one option, and it was football. Um, but I was down in Albany a little bit before that, so it was uh, it was football and basketball, um, and I loved it. Threw myself into everything I could, um, and then so I'm perhaps four hours away from Perth, but it's an hour and a half from Albany. As soon as I was down in Albany in high school, I was in everything: running, footy, played a bit of hockey because one of my mates was playing hockey. Um, played in all the like we did a touch rugby carnival, but threw myself into every sport I could. Um, basically, anything to get out of class. Uh, that was the mentality at the point, but. It was, uh, I guess, worth it in the end. Yeah. So when did you start to realise you thought you had like genuine chance to play high-level footy? Um, I think I was a bit of a bolter. Um, I come from the country, no one had heard me. I don't come from a, a rich football family or anything like that. Um, so I uh, played year 12 at Aquinas, um, didn't play Colts or anything like that. Claremont had a, a funny rule about it, but uh, 2010 played, came down for Claremont. Um, rocked up in January, did pre-season, actually asked uh, one of the coaches how likely I was to, to get a, a regular game in the Colts. Um, played the first four games of the year, played all right, got picked up in the state uh, squad, um, the second intake, and um, about a month after that, got a call from, uh, I was heading to training, got a call from Collingwood, um, the recruiter, and I was, I answered the phone, I was like, oh yeah, this could be anyone. But yeah, he said who he was and he wanted to meet. As I have, geez, hang on a minute. This um, this could actually be half a chance. Um, then rolling into the rest of the year, played the state squad, um, like the carnival, a few more games with Colts, and then um, yeah, towards the end of the year, a bit more interest, a few more uh, meetings, and 
um, about halfway through the year, is like, actually, this could be a chance. So, um, sort of, literally, maybe three months before I got drafted, I thought it was half a half a chance. Um, so, it's one of those ones. One of my friends played every single state game from under 14s through to under 17s or under 18 carnival, and didn't get picked up. I played the last four games and got yeah got drafted. So, out of nowhere. So, um, obviously, moving over Hawthorne, how was the tra- transition of being an AFL club? Um, it's pretty big and a pretty big whirlwind. Um, I'd never been out of the country before, um, so I got drafted on a Thursday, and by the following Thursday, I was in New Zealand hiking up a mountain for pre-season camp. Um, obviously, everyone's very aware of Hawthorne's affiliation with, uh, with Kokoda, um, but some of the boys thought that trip was, uh, was harder than Kokoda, so... Um, going from full season, have a month off, and then straight into that was uh, was pretty was pretty tough. Um, throwing my guts up most days, and I think the first day we hiked for 11 hours, uh, which is pretty hectic. But um, it's all a whirlwind. You try and gather in as much as possible. But um, moved in with Xavier Ellis, who's uh, another one of uh, another radio host. Um, he uh, he sort of welcomed me in and showed me around and. Um, how to go, and I, I think I adopted his diet. But uh, he uh, showed me around. Um, the guys get around you at the club and welcome you in. And obviously, the quicker everyone fits in is on the same page, and the quicker the club grows. Yeah. So um, you were injured in the first couple of seasons, would have been frustrating. But um, VFL Premiership 2013, and then made your debut, started 2014. So you must have felt like you were fitting pretty nicely, at, considering it was a successful club at the time. Yeah, um, I get that question all the time. Um, how do you go being at that club at that time? It has its perks, but obviously its downsides as well. But yeah, as you said, first year um, had a stress fracture in my in my foot in my navicular, um, and that's ruined some people's careers. They never played again after they've had that stress fracture. As it gets worse, but end of my first year, um, yeah, so missed the entire first year. Second year was played majority of senior footy uh, in the VFL. Um, finished a year in the twos and then the next year played every single game of VFL seniors uh, and we won the flag that year uh, same year Hawthorne won against Freo um, but that year just gives you confidence like, if you can play and do everything you can at, at VFL senior level and then you win the flag which is I guess the hardest game of the year um, gives you confidence that you're ready to go to the next level and there was a, a, little, a little group of us there in the, in the VFL that we're ready to stand up and play our role at senior level, so we're ready to go. Yeah. So obviously, finish up, finishing up at Hawthorne would have been tough. Um, so there would have been a few waffle clubs circling at the time. So how did I guess Sumi contact you, and what was the process coming back home? Uh, I called my best mate about a month before I was delisted and said, "I don't think I'm getting renewed. Can I move in? Um, if they do sack me?" Uh, he said, "Yep, no worries." So. Um, a bed was always fine, but then it was where to play football. As soon as I knew I was done in Melbourne, I was coming home. Um, but so one of my best mates, Sammy Nangola at Geelong, um, had his favourite or his best memories of playing football here at the Lions. Um, loved it, spoke so highly of the players, the, uh, the stuff they do on field, but also off field. Everyone's so welcoming, so nice. Um, such a great place to be. Obviously, well led by Jared Schofield at the time, but. Um, Players such as Lachlan Delahunty, Lee Kitchen, Kyle Horsley welcomed with open arms and um, basically it was a toss-up between going back to Claremont, who uh, obviously helped me get into the AFL, but then uh, sort of picked my own pathway as well. Um, so my uh, Claremont unfortunately sacked my uncle halfway through that year, so off to a, uh, off to a bad start for them, um, but was pretty keen to, um, yeah, to sort of pick my own path and head to Subi. Yeah, so last question. Um, obviously, Subiaco dominance no, doesn't really seem like anyone's going to catch you. So, um, well, what's been the cadence, I guess? Um, from the top down um, and then the bottom up as well. So, uh, we've got the guys at the top. So, Jared Schofield, who I, met, uh, I mentioned before, but also um, now Bo Wardman from the top. They give us the guidance um, and the leaders help enforce that. But then from the, the bottom up, you get to buy in from every single player. Everyone's expected to do the same things. Everyone's got to train just as hard to earn their spot. Um, whether you're the first player picked in the uh, seniors, the last player picked in the seniors, or the last picked in the twos, um, everyone's expected to do the same amount of workload. And it's really like the old Nutri-Grain ad, it's what you get out is uh, what you put yeah. in. So 
Um, it's been that all the way through, and I guess the welcoming environment, we, uh, we push each other hard, but we, um, we also um, make sure we give each other a pat on the back when we do well. And uh, just 26, so what are the, what's the future like? Can you see yourself um, getting picked up? You know, mid-season draft has been just introduced, so what are your thoughts? I uh, would like to play AFL again, but um, I wouldn't be um, upset if that never happened. Um, like I said, Subi is such a great, great place to be. It's, um, yeah, stoked here, got a good job and um, good house, so I'm pretty happy where I am. Um, we'd have to see who presents, but I'm uh, more than happy playing here, enjoying my time. All right, thanks, Ethan and Gus, for that uh, question and answers uh, segment there. But now it's time to... Look ahead to round 23, the final round of the AFL season. Let's hand over to Luca, who's going to take us through this yep. week's games. Right, so on Friday night, we've got some Friday night footy between Collingwood and Essendon. A must-win game for both teams. Um, you know, should be a good match-up. Uh, nah, you're joking, tips. boys. I think I'll mess it up. We scrap that and then just start yeah, in this segment. We'll scrap that and we'll just start this yeah, segment. You're tips, you know? What did you yeah. do wrong? <laughs> oh, did I say Sydney and Essendon? No, <laughs> I had the, I had the wrong game up. <laughs> That's right. It's, call, it's Collingwood right. and Essendon. Oh, again. Yeah, we'll scrap that. Stop. All right, I'll hand it over to Luca now, who's going to take us through round twenty-three. All right, Friday night footy uh, to start off the round: Collingwood and Essendon at the MCG. Collingwood pushing for a top four spot if they can win this because they'll jump over Richmond just on percentage. Uh, but should be a good match up here, boys. Who are we thinking? I'm, go I'm probably going to go Collingwood. It's home ground, home games, a home crowd. And also they're probably... They had a good week last week against Adelaide, so I think uh, they should get the win. Yeah. Yeah, Collingwood for me as well. I think they'll be too strong. Yeah, with um, a top four yeah. spot available, they should just be fighting a bit harder. Um, so yeah, I'll back the pies in on this no, one. I'm, yep, same as Vinning. Um, with top four on the line, I think Collingwood will get over the Bombers. Yeah, I reckon um, Collingwood in a Go bit on. better form than the Bombers. So backing yeah. your side, Cal. There, <laughs> Goss backing in Collingwood. Yep. Easy win. Easy win. Big call. Essendon too inconsistent anyway, so they won't win two games in a row, you'd think. Yeah. And then start Saturday off, we got Sydney and St Kilda. Bit of a useless game. Um, this, you know, the season's going to be over for them. Could this. Be 300. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I think, yeah, I yeah. think he, he has they been. Know, cause they were making, I saw a post on Instagram yesterday, they had they were making jumpers saying Buddy's 300, so. Must be. So they may, must be this week. So, looks yeah. like he's in. I reckon. Sydney, yeah, at the SDG, I reckon. Yeah, Sydney. If Buddy plays this yeah. 300, they'll just work harder. Yeah. Yeah, Sydney, Sydney and Buddy will kick seven. Beat Ruffy yeah, by cool. one. <laughs> yeah, I reckon, yeah, Sydney pretty easily. Yep, Sydney. Home. Sydney and Buddy kick seven as well. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, down the Blondstone in Tasmania. North taken on Melbourne. This They played a, they, uh, they played there a couple of years ago, I remember. And I think it was a really windy game. I think Melbourne just beat them. So, so. windy down there. Yeah, so but I'm back in North Melbourne for this one, boys. Yeah, yep. North Melbourne, I reckon. Kangaroos. Yeah. I could, could be a belting. They're pretty strong down there. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, North. Ben Brown, another bag. Yeah, Melbourne just looking to get this season over and done with at this stage. Not really much to get out of the last game, really. But yeah, I think North will get over them. Yeah, um, North for me, pretty easily. Yeah. Ben Brown to run away with the Colin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we have Geelong and Carlton down at GMHBA. Pretty much a useless game, but I reckon if Geelong, if Geelong lose, then they're in uh, strife to get uh, top two home final, so it's pretty much a must win for them. Yeah, should just be a warm-up for their finals campaign. They just need to make sure that everything's sound and yeah. polished because um, they, they can go all the way yeah. if they play their best footy. Geelong, I reckon, but Carlton are the, like, the form side of the comp. Yeah, obviously with David T. So yeah, I think uh, yeah. Geelong. But if Carlton bring their A game, they'll give Geelong a real scare. But I still think Geelong will get up. Yeah, I reckon Geelong pretty easily against the Blues. Geelong yeah. two goals. Two goals. Uh, then we have the two new teams at Metricon, Gold Coast, and GWS. You'd think that GWS would get up, but. 
the way they've been performing in the last couple of weeks, they might it might be a good game. But I'm probably going to have to back GWS for this one. Yeah, it'll be a belting, I think. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I reckon it could be, I reckon it could be points. 20 points. It'll be, it'll be 20, done. 20, yeah, I think I reckon, it'll be more. It'll be done at half-time. Well, GWS haven't played that well, so yeah, that's why I'm just thinking it might be a bit... Closer game. I reckon GWS by about 30. Yes. Yeah. Just a much better yeah. side. I reckon so. about GWS by about 15 goals. 15 <laughs> goals, goals. Yeah, GWS, 80 points. 80 points. 30. Well, there's me and Noah, I think, said 30, 20 points. So, no, not the only 30 one. goals, but. Uh, then, <laughs> 30 points. Uh, over here in the West, we have the Eagles taking on Gus's Hawthorne. Uh, I'm going to have to say West Coast home game, and they're wanting a top two. Finish, so I'm gonna go West Coast. Yeah, West Coast. They will, I don't know, 20, 30 points, I reckon. But um, they should get up. Um, I'm gonna go Hawthorne for an upset, oh. playing for a spot in the eight, and I reckon they'll play some real good footy and get over the Eagles. I reckon West Coast. They're just they're pretty good at home, um, yeah. and with the supporter base as well, uh, they'll be right behind them. So West well, Coast for this one. Eagles just by about maybe one or two goals. Yeah. Yeah. West Coast by one or two, but it'll be a low-scoring affair. Yeah. Is it forecast to be wet? Does anyone know? No, it's dry. Yeah. Dry. Yeah. Just showers yeah. early next week. Yeah, just oh, yeah. to we'll add just on that. Game down. Yeah. Real low scoring. Yeah. Do you go for Hawthorne still, or? Oh, keep track. Yeah. Don't really follow why. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, the Dogs and Adelaide at Ballarat. Should be a walk in the park for the Dogs, you'd think, after Adelaide's form in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's in Ballarat, so yeah, Bulldogs, Bulldogs um, belting. They are starting to play a bit like their 2016 campaign. Yes. Obviously, not comparing them to that, but uh, yeah. similar. Um, yeah, Bulldogs. Yep, I think Bulldogs, they've hit some form lately, and I think they'll bring that into the finals. Maybe win one final, but they won't go too deep into September. But I yep. think they'll win. Yeah, I'll back the Doggies in for this one as well. Yeah, I'll go with Luca as well, and everyone Dog. else, the yeah. Doggies. Doggies by 30 points. 30 yeah. points, yeah. And then the match of the round, you could say Richmond and the Lions, 4v1 at the G. Uh, much better time slot this week yeah, than it is. the game last week. Uh, we'll touch on that later, but uh, yeah, 4v1. I'm going to have to go Tigers here, boys. Home ground at the G. Yeah. Lions don't seem to play the best of footy there. Yeah. So Tigers for me. Tigers, um... Yeah, Brisbane, I think they're best Essendon. The uh, last time they played at the G, it was like seven points. They lost yeah. by, obviously earlier in the season, but I think Richmond will be too strong. Yeah, Richmond too strong for mine. Um, maintain that spot in the top four and get over the lines at the G. Yeah, Richmond by a couple. Um, I think the matchup will be the same next week if they, if Richmond win this one. So yeah. they'll, they'll play off again. Um, but it'll be a Brisbane home game, so... Yeah, should be a good game to watch. Well, I'm going to go for the Lions. Um, just so Collingwood can finish top four. Oh. <laughs> no, I reckon Richmond will win this, but it'll be a good learning curve for Brisbane at the G. Yeah. Get used to a finals-like game at the G, leading into finals. Perfect tune-up game. Yeah. Uh, and then Port game and, and <laughs> Frio. David Hale making his uh, <laughs> senior, coach senior debut. coaching debut as the caretaker coach for Frio. At the Adelaide Oval, 11th v 13th. Port still have something to play with. Freo, pretty Not sure so they yeah, no, don't. Uh, so, well, I'm going to have to probably back. I'm going to back Port here, just because what's happened with Freo in the last, yeah. this week. I'm going for the Dockers. Um, and 5-3 votes. I think he will get another three in the bag, and I think it's probably favourite for the Brownlow. Um, yeah, up the Dockers. Yeah, well, as a Frio fan, I reckon it'll be very interesting to see how we play not under Ross Lyon for the first time in about seven years. Oh, we'll kick about 180 points then. <laughs> yeah, so, Dockers. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I've got to oh. back the Dockers in on this one as well. Um, they, they've matched up with, well with Port lately, um, but it should be a good game, and it'll be interesting to see how they play under a different coach. Yeah, I reckon Port. Only it. Because it's at home, at, Adelaide, at the Adelaide Oval, so, yeah. yeah. I'm back in uh, the Dockers, the old oh. caretaker curse. Yeah. 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 Up again. yeah. True point, didn't think of that. But uh, <laughs> now I'm going to hand over to Noah, who has Instra off this week. Noah, over to you. 
Yep. Uh, first in strife, we have the AFL broadcasting team for having one of the games of the year not on live. I think it was delayed by about two or three hours. Yeah, 165 minutes, I think it was. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. It wasn't on live. Yep. And KO. Yeah, for people like anyone other than Rothy and... <laughs> I mean, there's seven, mate. So, yeah. About, yeah, not only like it was the time slot as well, it should yeah. be the middle game, not this first game. Yeah, no, so. that, that was poor by Channel 7. And the can second. I just, can I just add on yeah. that quickly? The AFL knew that those two teams are probably going to be the top five or so teams at the end of last year when they made the fixture. So, why make an 11 10 game, whatever it was? and make it delayed for West Australian viewers and you could have had it like Saturday night, Friday night Yeah, from, I don't want and they're still two of the best I don't want to watch Melbourne and Sydney on my Friday night like, yeah. I know the AFL can't change it and it would have been like yeah. last October but still but they still knew that West yeah. Coast and Richmond yeah. were like top teams at the end of the last year so why would you make it that yeah. time slot in my opinion but yeah back over you Noel uh, yeah uh, pretty ridiculous on that and the next one I had for in strife was the Fremantle Dockers after sacking coach Ross Lyon Almost out of the blue, but um, yeah, and the CEO, and the CEO yeah, yeah, of course. Not out of the blue, they haven't done anything for four years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was pretty random, like yeah, I don't know. Like we'll talk with one yeah, there's been, there's been a little bit, but it was more just rumours uh, speculating throughout the year. So yeah. it's probably yeah. better that it's been done now, because um, if they had they had another loss against Port this weekend, um, people would have been going for him. So yeah. Yeah. And I suppose it's better to get it out of the way before the start of next yeah. year and reckon yeah. reset and build on that. Plus it's an extra week to search for that oh, coach. So they, yeah, but so they can still have another week at the club. <laughs> Dave you would, you'd pre prefer, prefer to get your coach, say, like a week before pre-season and a week into pre-season, yeah. in my view. You've so, still got to have post Yeah, there's a bond with the players, but still, uh, it's probably wrong time, I, I thought. You probably could have waited the week for the season to be over and done with. Uh, we're going to get cracking into the Q&A now. Oh, one more in strife. One more in strife. Um, the AFL, after changing the studs up rule with Jack Rewalt, oh, yes. changed oh. it pretty much instantly. Yeah. Um, they're pretty much like Jack Rewalt's. They're Richmond's bitch. Yeah, yeah. Jack Rewalt's bitch, really. Officer. He just explained it. I don't know. I don't know about that, man. I'm not a fan, but um, I reckon the umpires probably need to have a bit more common sense. It's like, well, the rule was brought in to prevent, um, yeah. like Toby Green going. Like, there was no injury that face. with that mark. There's really? no injury. I think it was Barras. That it, or was it Barras? Yeah, it was Barras. Yeah, there's no, not really any injury that could have occurred with him. So yeah. I think it was just they should have used a bit more common sense rather than looking at the rule. Yeah, ruined a great mark. Um, yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to move it on to the Q and A that we put on Instagram uh, a couple of days ago. We've picked, we got that many questions, believe it or not. So we've had to cut it down to about 10 so to, so we don't spend too much time on it. So we're going to, I'll start off with the first question from Scarlett Hamilton. Gus, how much did you enjoy football as your full-time job? Uh, it was brilliant. Um, think about what you guys do on your weekends, you go and play football. So yeah. you get paid and paid pretty well to do that, uh, especially coming straight out of school. Um, you are you're earning a lot more money than all your friends. Um, obviously, with that comes a downside. You got to behave on weekends. You can't be uh, having beers and carrying on uh, like all your friends all the time. You need to pick and choose. But um, yeah, it's awesome. Kick and footy, improve yourself. You get a bit of spare time as well. So um, and then the life experiences that come along with it. Like I got paid to go and sit at the G and watch on versus Collingwood in a prelim yeah. in my first year. How good's that? Yeah. yeah. So every kid's um, dream, really. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the next question is from Sammy Turner, nineteen. Um, how would you prefer prepare for a big game, and would it be different from any other? Uh, I'm not a big one on routine. Um, I've got a couple of little things I check off, um, having pasta, all that kind of um, hoo ha, but. Uh, doesn't matter whether it's first game of the season, pre-season game, grand final. Um, you just prepare all the same, get yourself ready. Um, we have a pretty good warm-up here at Subi and it doesn't really matter what happens before that. As soon as that, um, as soon as we get the call to come in and start prepping, we're, uh, we're good to go. All right, next question we're going to hand over to Callum. All right, next question is coming from Sammy Turner 19. Oh, that's the same one, don't worry. Next question is coming from Lachlan Bazina. How did you deal with constant highs and lows being in and out of the team from 2013 to 2015? Um, you get the uh, 
the ups and downs are part of the part of the job, I guess. But you get used to it, and it's the same with um, players reading the media. You're never as good as someone says you are, and you're never as bad as someone says you are. So try and take it all in your stride. Um, don't focus on it too much. Just worry about um, each week what you need to improve on, what you need to focus on, and um, you sort of put it out of mind. Um, there's guys certainly having worse times, and there's people far worse than um, myself at the time. So still getting paid to play football, um, still getting paid to train for football. So um, it's uh, it's not the end of the world, not getting picked one game. So did you go on social media a lot while you were playing, um, like scrolling through the comments on pictures that you were tagged in or just...? No, nah, not at all. Um, it's uh, it's pretty sad, some of the some of the stuff you see on some of the other players. Um, it's pretty average. People sit behind their keyboard, yep. um, generally big fat blokes that yeah. go and yell at the football but have never kicked a football in their life, happy to comment on uh, someone's ability to play the game. Um, it's, uh, it's pretty sad that they want to sit at home and do nothing with their life, but um, pull those down that uh, that actually get out there and have a crack and play sport. And um, if you think about it, the bloke's still playing AFL. Yeah. He's mm. better than 99% of the people that are actually trying to play the game. Yeah. Um, next question from at our wheelhouse. Um, who was the best bloke at the club? I think it's referring to Hawthorne. Yeah. 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 Uh, yep. Best bloke. Um, as much as he's probably polarising for fans, uh, James Sicily, <laughs> always found him hilarious. Um, he's probably um, annoying as hell to play against, luckily I've never had to, but um, he'd be annoying as hell to play against, but he's an absolute glory to play with. Um, in his first couple of seasons, he was a sort of more permanent forward, and um, he'd get rushed into a kick or our midfielders would hack it forward and he'd look all out of position and somehow he'd pop up and he'd clunk it. But um, he was always just funny, had a positive outlook on everything and um, it's funny he gets his little hothead spot spurts here and there, but always having a laugh and mucking around in the change rooms and it was always just a pleasure and just just a good time. All right, next one from uh, Kieran.h. Uh, will it be a Geelong and Brisbane grand final? Uh, no, I reckon it'll be. I'm tipping the uh, the Lions and uh, Richmond. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from AFL memory, uh, should the AFL be taken uh, to more of in? Uh, to, should the AFL be taken to more of an international scale? In your view. Uh, I'd say yes, but it won't be for a very long time. Um, Football may be the be-all and end-all uh, in WA and South Australia and Victoria. But even if you go to New South Wales and Queensland, um, the biggest names in AFL are unrecognised there. So yeah. I think we need yeah. to take over Australia before we start looking international. Yeah, um, I've th- heard something. One of the GWS players I think was, they were saying they were walking through streets of Sydney, no one you saw, like, recognise them. And they were walking through the streets of Melbourne, every like second person looked at them. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh yeah, you play for Australia. Just a special comment on that one. Yeah. When I asked Kinelio, does he get recognised much in Sydney? And he said, no, nah, hardly ever. Most of the people here um, see you and they don't care or they don't even follow football. So, yeah. Yeah. I believe in uh, Queensland and New South Wales, all the kids call it gay AFL. So, yeah. <laughs> they're pushing it uphill to get a bit of attraction yeah. in those states. Yeah. Um, so the next one we've got is from our, one of our mates, Brock underscore turns 100. Um, hey, Brocky. Goat. What, what do you do outside of footy? Uh, I've got a big hairy dog, so I take him to the beach every moment I get. Um, got a beautiful girlfriend of two years, but my full-time job now is working for carsales.com. Um, so I'm dealer-facing, means I go out and uh, help them advertise their cars. Um, Contrary to everyone's belief, I don't actually sell cars, nor is there a big warehouse of cars that I can sell. I just help them use our website, our products, and help them market their own cars. So, nice. It's the uh, first full-time, full-time job I've had, and it's, uh, it's actually pretty good. All right, next question from at Charles Payne. Um, do you still support Follow the Hawks? Uh, I still keep track of how they're going, and obviously there's still a few friends there that are... Uh, they're still playing and um, ticking along and obviously keep in touch with what's happening at the club, but um, don't really follow AFL too much. have got a friend here or there that are still in the system. Um, 
like Sammy Menegola is still down at Geelong, so so he probably followed them a bit more um, than anything, but um, got my own focus here with Subi. Yeah. Um, next one from at Simon Parry. Can, can you talk us through what happened at the preseason party in 2017 with the WWE Wrestling Tables match? You don't have to talk about it if you don't want to, because you might have said it might be a bit touchy. But. Oh, yeah. Um, so that was the mid-season ball tear at mine. And not ideal, but every time there is a trestle table, your $70 special from Bunnings, the boys um, tend to tombstone or... Uh, Batista bomb each other across it. I think I've replaced five in the last two years. <laughs> um, but uh, that day, yes, uh, I think that was the first of five. So, yeah, it's, it's not an isolated incident, unfortunately. Uh, so this one from James Struslin 07 What was it like playing with and lacing up players like Cyril Ruffy and Buddy Franklin? Uh, when he says lacing up, I didn't put their shoes on. And if he meant lacing out, um, if he's seen their kick, it never laces out. <laughs> so um, it's always good um, seeing them train, seeing them play, some of the stuff in games. Um, I remember in a training session, actually, I went down to pick the ball up, and by the time my hips had gone from, or my hands had gone from my hips down to my feet to pick the ball up, Cyril had actually reached between my legs, grabbed the ball and bugged it off five metres before I'd realised what happened. <laughs> but seeing special stuff like that all the time um, was pretty amazing. Um, but it's more in terms of what you see off the field um, or on the training track, but not on game day, how hard they work, what they do, their preparation, the thought process behind football. Um, that's why the team is so successful. They, they worked really hard um, outside of what you saw on game day. So um, it's helped me in good stead to come back down to waffle level and still performing at, at a good level. Alright, thank you everyone for sending through your questions. Now, we're going to hand over something new. Uh, we haven't done it before. A Centre Square podcast quiz. Callum Levitt, he has put uh, made up some questions. and It's going to be Ethan versus Gus. And it's going to be uh, five questions that Cal made. So, over to you, Cal. Alright, so... Yeah, the quiz. Are we going to have buzzers? Yeah, so, I don't know, just first person to answer. I first person to answer. Say your name, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, say your name. Say your name. Right. Yeah. Here we go. Question one. Who is leading the Coleman medal at the moment? Gus. Ben Brown. Correct. One nil. One nil. One nil. All right, question two. What two teams have a caretaker coach Ethan. at the moment? Um, caretaker? Yeah. Um, so, we got... Can't take too long. I don't know, I have to think about um Great Ratton from St Kilda. Yeah. Three. He's not a team. Two. <laughs> Sa- I didn't say St Kilda. Um, One. David T. Incorrect. Oh. He's full time now. Gus. David Hale. Yeah. Oh. Two. Two. We'll do all the questions. Did you not yeah. listen yesterday? <laughs> two. Yeah. Uh, 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 two. Uh, uh, all right. Question three. Who is fourth at the moment in the waffle? Ethan, um, is it Perth Demons? Incorrect. Gus. Claremont. <laughs> Incorrect. Back over Ethan. Um, Back over Ethan. West Perth. Correct. Two one. Silly Ethan. Silly. Two questions left. Who won the 2015 Norm Smith medal? Ethan. Ethan. Was it Surioli? Correct. Here we go. Oh, Here we go. Here we go. It's a who am I question, alright? Oh, no. Here we go. Alright. Who am I? I was the number one draft pick in my draft class. I won the NAB Rising Star. Any you? What? Yeah, yeah Ethan. Oh, in 2017. Ethan. Yeah. 2017. Was it McGrath? Correct. Oh, <laughs> he's coming he's for the That is a comeback of the ages. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Ethan is an absolute sweat with all AFL oh, knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's why he's, he's the one good. versus our special guest from now on. It'll be someone. It'll be someone different each week. Someone different each um, week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that we're just that's about it, guys. Uh, thanks to Angus and also Subiaco Footy Club for hosting us here in their facilities. Uh, and also, um, yeah, so thanks to everyone uh, who has tuned in. Uh, we're going to 
Just make sure you follow the uh, Instagram at Center Square Podcast and also the Facebook page. And uh, we're going to get uh, Gus to sign the footy, I believe, Ethan. Yeah. So there's the signing. Yep, that's our special so guest footy. Yep. Special guest footy. Everyone that comes on will sign that one. So yep. uh, uh, Just letting everyone listening at home know that this is the first signature on the ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First one. But we've got signing from the bottom. First of many. Yep, hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Next week. So, uh, so yeah, thanks, guys. Make sure to check out the socials. And you're listening to Sports FM 91.3, your football headquarters. And enjoy the rest of your day.